brothers, my sisters, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to the twelve, Fear no one. Nothing is concealed that will be revealed, nor secret that will be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet no one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs on your head are counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. And whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. A little while back, uh, the late Tim Russett of NBC News wrote a best-selling book about his father. And the title was Big Russ and Me, Father and Son, Lessons of Life. And the book was a, such a big success that he got over 60,000 letters and emails about fathers. And most of them described their father's sacrifice, their, their fortitude, their perseverance. He had such great advice and wisdom, he, he published a second book. Of course, Wisdom of Our Fathers. Lessons and Letters from Sons and Daughters. And the one common thing throughout the book is this, is that people didn't cherish or remember the material things that were provided to them by their fathers. The most precious things that, that was remembered by people was their time and the attention and the love that they got from their fathers. The time given, whether indirectly by their hard work behind the scenes in the family, or more conventional ways of just spending time helping, giving advice, and life lessons. By just showing up and being there when they were needed. Today's gospel, Jesus speaks to the disciples, and he tells them, don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. He says it three times in this gospel. And our readings today also remind us that we have a God that knows everything about us. Even the hairs on our head he knows about. He knows that we need to be greatly loved by him, and that he tells us that he's with us always. So a lot like many of our Human fathers, I think we can say that about them in a lot of cases. It's they know everything about us. They want to be with us always. And they love us unconditionally. Now, we have many fathers in ways like the priesthood. Happy Father's Day, Father Tom. He helps us, shepherds us to know God better. We have some fathers that are married. Some married, some single fathers, some stepfathers, foster fathers. We have some grandfathers and some that are even greater grandfathers. And they're all trying to do our best to help us through life. 
by teaching us courage, leading us uh, to not be fearful, not be afraid. Later at the final blessing, we'll do a blessing for all the fathers that are here today. So I'm going to just read um, just a few lines from three of the letters from Tim Russett's book. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to just, I'm going to give you some permission to just wander your mind a little bit. So as I read these examples of fathers, maybe think of somebody that's been a model to you that you can put in the place of these, these few lines about fathers. A son about his writing about his father. He wrote, one thing I will never forget about my father. He was hard as nails. He had tough love. He fought two world, war, world wars. I remember a single tear running down his cheek when he dropped me off at Fort Dix on, his way to, on my way to Vietnam. And the one hug that he gave me made up for the 22 years of no hugging. Only he could understand what the coming year would be for me. He never even shared that sorrow with my mother. It seemed as if all the years of absence from each other's lives came together at that moment in New Jersey. We had finally shared a bond that no one in my family could understand. A father to a son, a man to a man, a soldier to a soldier. And then a young man writing about a lesson he learned before college. I just graduated from high school in Brooklyn and was eagerly awaiting to start my college career in Brooklyn College in September. And I started a job doing clerical work at a local shipping company. I made $60 a week before taxes. And then my, when I told my father about the job, he was so excited for me, but he wanted me to contribute $25 a week for household expenses. And I was angry at him for asking me to give up my hard-earned money. But I complied with that request, and every week I gave him the $25 cash. And the week before I started college, he handed me a large envelope that contained all the money. He said, I wasn't interested in your money. I just wanted to teach you a little responsibility. And then thirdly, a daughter writing about her dad, and his role as a husband. I was visiting my parents a few years ago after my mother's health started failing, and my dad was completely taken over her care in the house. I was up early and heard them talking. I didn't want to disturb the moment, so I just tried not to listen. I tried not to listen, but when I overheard my mother tell my dad that she was sorry about the poor companion she'd been the past couple of years. Her dreams of traveling and their dreams of a retirement did not go the way that they thought it would. And she thought that his time was wasted in just caring for her. And there was silence in the room, and my dad said in a choked-up voice, don't you know I just want to be in the same room with you? I was struck by the simplicity and the love of this. My mother died several years ago. My father is still alive, but is suffering from some dementia. 
he, and he lives with me now. But I've come to understand the simplicity and importance in being in the same room with him. So I'll end with a final story, and it's from the author Philip Yancey. And he has a book called Disappointment with God, and he wrote a story about his own life. Philip never really knew his father. His mother became a widow when he was still a young child. And he remembers clearly looking through a box of old photos with his mother. And one of the photos caught his attention. It was a photo of him as an eight-month-old baby. It was tatted and bent, too beat up to be worth keeping. So he asked her why she kept it. There should have been some better pictures of him at that age. Why did she keep that one? So she told him that during the last four months of his life, his father, his father was on his back, completely paralyzed from polio. And the dad was encased in a, from the neck down in a huge breathing unit. She was not able to bring him or the brother into the hospital because of the severity of the illness. So she just wanted, he asked, just I want a picture of, of, of her and Philip and the brother. He was unable to even move his head, so the photos were jammed between a metal knob and hung within view above him. The photos were the only thing that he could see. The last four months of his life, was spent looking at the faces he loved. So here's what Philip wrote about his father. And I quote, I have often thought of that crumpled photo, for it is one of the few links connecting me to the stranger that was my father, someone I have no memory of, no sensory knowledge of, someone who spent all day, every day, thinking of me, devoting himself to loving me. And the emotions I felt when my mother showed me the crumpled photos were the same emotions I felt one Friday night in a college dorm room when I first believed in God's love. Someone like my father was there. I realized that someone is there every day thinking of me, loving me. It was a startling feeling of wild hope, a feeling so new and overwhelming that it seemed fully worth risking my life on. So what is our faith message here? I think these examples of fathers tell us not only something about the great models of fatherhood in our lives, I think it tells us something about God. It gives us a glimpse of the embracing, protective, unconditional God that we have. And I think this father is worth courageously and without fear and without not being afraid, risking everything we have to get to know better.